0: Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Hey, how you doing, folks? You are here on the Harlan Highway, being cool. You know, you're not cool if you're not on the Harlan Highway, man. Okay? You want to be cool? You got to be here on the Harlan Highway. Ah, uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Good to have you along for the ride. What a show we have today! Can I, can I please tell you about it, please? Um interesting show today there's a new cereal out on the market. Uh brand new cereal that claims it's an aphrodisiac. It's a sex cereal. And uh where do you hear about uh where do you hear about this? And uh hear how uh you know I'm coming up with other types of sex cereal for you to enjoy in the morning. Also, uh, we got a call from one of the pavement pounders about music, people dropping advertising into uh, popular music, modern day music. Waiting to hear his phone message, and we are going to dissect. We are going to dissect that topic and uh, see what's what. And then this is crazy. As you know, I'm great at Russian roulette. I never lose. Celebrities drop by. The Queen of England drops by for celebrity Russian roulette. It's going to be a shootout here on the Harland Highway.
1: Welcome to the Harland Highway.
0: All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time.
1: It's the Harland Highway.
2: What's up, bra? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing?
1: You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In
2: 30 seconds, you'll be dead. And I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes.
0: Boom! All right, I'm going to do it again. I did it uh, a, w- a little while back. I started the podcast with a phone call from one of you guys, from one of the pavement pounders, and the gentleman asked me about working out and my fitness uh, regime and all that. And uh, I spent the whole show talking about going to the gym and getting healthy and uh, trying to encourage you guys to get healthy and go to the gym. I hope it worked. Well, gang, we got another interesting phone call from one of you guys from the Pavement Pounders. I'm not going to dedicate the whole show, I promise. But I thought it was an um, an interesting call. And uh, the caller made some interesting points, and we're going to explore uh, explore what he's talking about in this phone message. Uh, so have a listen, and uh, let's get into it. Um, here we go. Uh, phone, phone message for one of you pavement pounders.
2: Hello, hello. I was just calling because, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of your show. I go for a walk every morning. And, uh, anyways, I was listening to the radio and uh, listening to some music, you know, just getting in the mood for the day. And I remembered as I was listening to the music about your talk on today's modern pop music. And there's something about it that I just thought that, uh, is a little annoying, but it's coming more and more. Uh, I'm noticing it. And tell me if you've noticed it too, but they're sneaking. Little ads into the songs. For example, there's this whole song that came out. I want to say about a year ago. It was called "Party Like a Rock Star," and it was like, "Party Like a Rock Star, Party Like a Rock Star." This pop song, everybody loved it. I cannot help but wonder if Rockstar, the energy drink, paid them to make that song. You know, just a constant ad, "Party Like a Rock Star," just over and over and over again. Every time I heard that song I thought Rockstar energy drinks. Now I don't even drink that stuff, yet it was put into my head. Rockstar energy drinks. Second, there's this new song with Britney Spears and Will I Am. And every time you listen to that song, every I want to say 10 to 15 seconds, there's a little blurb in the background of the song where it just says like this is a something i like beast.com exclusive. And literally in the song, it just says like over and over and over again as a part of the beat of the music is just, a, you know, a website. It just says a website. And it just think that's so funny that nobody seems to notice that they're just being fed advertisements through modern pop music. So it's interesting how that is coming to be. And they're getting more and more bold about it, it seems. So I'm sure there's more examples out there. But you go ahead and take a listen for yourself. That song is called Scream and Shout. And then there's another one, too, Toluca Lake or something like that. It's something about Toluca Lake, some uh, other rap star or whatever. I'm not going to take any more of your time. Thank you, Harlan Williams. It's been a pleasure.
0: Okay, well, there you go. Uh, you know, and uh, interesting uh, insight into the music. Uh, talking about uh, bands slipping brand names into uh, their songs. And uh, I hate to burst your bubble here, Big Daddy, but uh, this is not a new phenomenon. This has been going on probably since uh, the 60s, and it's probably even more prevalent today. Uh, I find that rap music... Uh if you listen to rap music, they really uh stick a lot of brand names in there because uh, you know, the brand names rhyme with things and they're they're uh they're good they're good uh they're good words because brand names are often unique words. They're not part of the regular vocabulary you'd find in a dictionary. So rappers go to brand names sometimes because it's an obscure word to rhyme to. Um you know what, why don't I just throw an example at you right now. How about uh, this old Beastie Boys song? Anybody here know uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts? Like a box of the Krispy Kreme. The so there you go. A lot of bands have done it over the years. Modern, old, uh, you know. Hey, how about cars? Like Prince's song uh, does a whole song about Little Red Corvette. Or how about this uh, famous Eagles tune? And here's another uh, song you'll know by uh, one of the singers from the same group who went on to have a solo career where uh, he sings about, not. O- I'll let you listen to it, but he not only endorses, well, I shouldn't say endorse, he mentions a car and then also mentions a band. He's, endorse- he's en- endorsing another band, if you will. Don't look back. You can never look back. So, for those of you that don't know, Deadhead—I uh, saw a Deadhead sticker on the back of a Cadillac. Deadhead is the uh, the name, uh, kind of the nickname for the Grateful Dead. If you follow the uh, Grateful Dead, you were you were labeled a Deadhead. And there's all types of stuff going on in here. Uh, there, there's. Uh, believe it or not there's there's bands that endorse uh well how about this how about cheryl crow singing about a beer we all love Oh, yeah there's the old uh budweiser mentioned a few times in that song and then uh how about weird obscure brands um how about cereals uh, you, did you ever think you'd hear a song uh with a little with a little mention for uh tricks or cornflakes how about this
1: Until then, you know what you gotta do you gotta get one out of Puppy shoe and crump cake, I saw you with. You just stress. That's right. Silly rabbit tricks are made for kids. Did you know that? You without me, like cornflake without the milk. It's my world. you just a squirrel trying
0: to get a nut. If you don't like that cereal, how about Cocoa Pops?
1: and with my coco Milky Milky
2: Cocoa, milk with my
0: Cocoa Milky Milky. Right. I mean, even uh, everyone's favorite, probably one of the most famous brand names in the world, Coca-Cola, sung by our old friends at Aerosmith. Oh, finger, and in today's uh, shallow world of fashion and brand names and people having to wear stuff like Dolce and Gabbana and all that, of course, it's in there. They treat- so there you go um it it exists it's existed for a long time and uh and uh you know it goes probably right back to right around when rock and roll started you could find references if you look deep enough now the question is are these blatant uh advertisements for the product did, did the uh, is this product placement did did the uh, companies approach these artists, or vice versa, and say, "Hey, let's work out a deal"? You you mentioned the word Ford, and we'll give you like an extra million. You mentioned Coca Cola, you know, we'll we'll uh, give you free Coca Cola for the rest of your life. You know, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod. I don't know. I have a feeling that's not the case. So going back to your monster drink reference, I don't know. I, I I mean I don't have the answer. Part of it seems unlikely, but then you raise a good point. In today's world, where everyone's out to make a buck and cross promote and saturate the market with their product, maybe maybe you're onto something, man. Maybe you're onto something, but but it isn't a new thing. And the fact that Will I Am plugged a website, well, is a, is plugging a website any different than plugging a a car? Or a, a breakfast cereal? Not really. So people will plug what's relevant. They'll plug what's in the vernacular. And uh, and so the answer is, my friend, no, you haven't stumbled on anything new, but uh, you might have uh, shone the light on maybe there's a new way that it's happening. Maybe it is blatant. Maybe it is is uh, for subliminal advertising. Maybe it's for blatant advertising. Maybe it's a money deal uh, between, between artist and corporation. Who knows? I wouldn't doubt it. But before we close out this segment, this might be interesting to you, okay? Because I'm sure part of you, why you called in is like, you might be aggravated. You might feel like art and industry shouldn't meet this way. You're like, you know what? I, I, I tune in to listen to music to get away from the corporate world, from the business world. I don't need to hear, you know, products, consumer products dropped into my songs. And uh, you might be one of these people that feel like, you know, artists sell out when they affiliate themselves or associate themselves with a consumer product. It's like, oh, what a sellout. And you know what? A lot of them have done it. You know, Beyonce's just done it with Pepsi. Madonna did it with Pepsi. Michael Jackson did it with Pepsi. There's an endless amount of of, uh, celebrities uh, doing uh, commercials for various products. But here's one guy that wouldn't. He's a good old Canadian boy. He's a world-famous rocker. He's a guy that's always been a little bit on the fringe. He's a guy that I think people have always respected as, a, as not only a musician and a successful songwriter, but as an artist. I think he's a guy you kind of associate like uh, the real deal, purity, uh, craftsmanship, um, musicianship, all, all that stuff. This guy kind of encapsulates the good old, you know, I was born to do this. And I'm talking about Neil Young, uh, Neil Young, who, uh, you all know, and, uh, he actually got fed up with all this stuff at one point. And in the eighties, um, he actually wrote a song called this notes for you. And it was kind of uh, a song about his disgust for all the, uh, all the artists, the rock artists, the musical artists, um, singing for for corporations and uh putting their face on Pepsi and Coke and whatever. And I I think this song is self-explanatory but it it's pretty clear that Neil Young it was not a fan of so-called selling out and uh in order to uh kind of protest protest this or kind of uh you know say what he had to say about it he did it in the form that he does it best he wrote a song called this notes for you i'm gonna play it for you now in my mind it's not the best song in the world but it makes a point point. and uh let's close out the segment with this thank you for your uh your phone call very interesting topic and uh we'll end it up with uh neil young this notes for you
2: for his smell
1: forgive me but i'm prettier than all of you liar give me back my shoes oh, if i could only pluck her brows do you know how much that cost
0: next thing um and i don't like this but as you know over the years famous people have come into the studio and wanted to play russian roulette with me i don't know why none of them ever win i don't know why i'm good at russian roulette but i am so today we have the queen of england hello your majesty hello Holland. um welcome to the podcast the what the podcast i don't know what that means well it's it's like a thing you do on the internet on the on the computer. I don't know what either of those mean either. Okay, well you're here. Are you sure you want to do this, your majesty? I mean, you're, you're royalty. I mean, you you do realize that this ends up in one of us dying. Of course I do. The royals never lose Holland. Okay, well let's get right into it. Who's who's going to go first? Why don't let me see. I am the queen, so I shall decide. Of course, your majesty, you. You get to decide who puts a gun to their temple and pulls the trigger first. Why don't you go first, you peasant? Excuse me? You heard me, you piece of low-life garbage. You go first. Okay, here we go. Let me load the thing up. Bullets are in the chamber. Are you ready? I'm ready to see you splatter your stupid brain all over the wall. Here I go. Bow. 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 There you go. See? Nothing. Okay, I guess it's my turn. Yes, here you go, your highness. Thank you. Go ahead. Just get, put it right up beside your head, just underneath the rim of the crown. Thank you. Please don't tell me what to do. I'm just... You've never done this before. Says who? Just go ahead, Your Majesty. All right. I've got the gun right up to the side of my head. All right. You ready? Of course. Here we go. Bow! 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 Oh, see? Not a problem. Easy, actually. All right. Back to me. Bow! 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 Nothing. Back to you, Your Majesty. I don't like this. Shut your piehole, please. Okay, go ahead. Mow, 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 mow. See, this is a piece of cake. This is like playing croquet in the courtyard. Mow, mow. Great, <laughs> great. There goes another one. Uh, if you're listening, United Kingdom, sorry, you better elect a new queen or. Get a new whatever, however you do it. Please, no more celebrities coming in to play Russian roulette. Oh, So sad. Roger, you want to get the janitor? Get Call Rosa Maria. Get her in here to get the Windex and the Javex. If she has a vacuum shop vac or something, there's a lot of blood coagulating on the floor. Can we keep the crown? Awesome. All right, play a commercial while we clean up, and then uh, we'll get back uh, with the show right after this. I told her not to come in here. Holding
2: out on your mother? What? You never told me Massengill Douche has effectol. I just bought it. Only Massengill has effectol for effective douching any time of the month. Massengill adds effectol
1: to all three fragrances for a clean, fresh feeling of gentle, effective douching.
2: I've always liked Massengill's more comfortable slanted design. And only Massengill has all For effective douching any time of the month. Trust Massengill, the leader
0: for 74 years. Alibon!
1: The Harland Highway.
0: Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. I you crazy. Well, here's something crazy, all right. Uh, Some company, and I guess it was just a matter of time, uh, has come out with a new breakfast cereal that they claim is like an aphrodisiac. Uh, It's filled with, like, natural uh, ingredients that are supposed to uh, get you uh, horny and in the mood. Um, I don't know if i buy it, but... uh, Take a listen to this news story.
1: The promos are playful, showing a couple at first bored in bed, then throw in some sex cereal, and of course some sex, which we don't see, and the mood picks up, and the bed fills up. It was worth a try for some in Coconut Grove. Would you get it? I definitely would. No? If I had a bad sex life, yeah.
2: <laughs> box? Cereal box? Isn't like a box? You, you buy the the cereal? And it's safe?
0: You mean now we... All right, that would use that.
1: But will it work? We took the claims to a doctor.
2: The desire for intimacy is timeless.
1: Dr. Gilbert Concepcion isn't so sold. The cereal boasts all natural ingredients like bee pollen, wheat German, pumpkin seeds, supposedly all natural stimulants for men and women.
2: It sounds wonderful, brilliant uh, marketing strategy, but at the end of the day it's not a true aphrodisiac.
1: That is, unless the placebo effect kicks in when your mind convinces your body that the cereal is doing just what it promises.
2: If you can sort of enhance that mental aspect of it by believing that you're doing something to empower yourself through a cereal, uh, then sure, more More power to you. I'd buy them for all my friends and for my partner, too.
1: And though a crunchy cereal may be the latest trend in romantic meals, some still prefer an old-fashioned menu. Steak, red wine, and uh, dark chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) And though it's not in stores here just yet, you can go online and buy sex cereal for yourself. It's about $10 a box.
0: Wow. I mean, uh, that's like... Are we going to start sexualizing cereal now? Sex sells all right. Can you imagine uh, if this takes off? If there's money to be made in the sex cereal industry? Can you imagine the people uh, rushing to the cash bags to collect this? You could just see all the uh, major cereal makers changing their names. Cheerios become uh, Cheerio's. How about Honeygram O's? They instead of just H O, it would be like the orgasmic Honeygram O's. How about a nice box of porn flakes in the morning, huh? Yeah, can you pass the porn flakes, baby? Lucky Charms would be, you know, more like uh, they'd have that little uh, that little leprechaun with a big grin on his face. The name would be changed from Lucky Charms to Got Lucky Charms. As in, I got lucky last night. Got, got lucky this morning. What, what would Count Chocula become? Count Fuckula? Frank and Frankenberry? How about Frankenberry My Face Between Your Legs? How about that one? Special K would have to be probably changed to uh, Special G. Spot? Forget the K. How about the the G? Special G spot. Honey Smacks would be, uh, you know, a little dirty. Honey Smack My Ass. And I guess for those of you that that couldn't get any, the only cereal for you that would be sexual would be Applejack Offs. Yeah, you'd be all alone with your box of Applejack Offs. So there you go, man. Sexy cereal. Unbelievable. I can't wait, man. I don't know. Are you guys morning people? Do you like doing it in the morning? Breakfast? I don't know. You tell me, man. I'm not in your bedrooms with you. Yet. Hello. Hello. Uh, well, uh, nice to go out on a on a nice uh, high note, you know, regarding sexy cereal. That's fun. Uh, but let's uh, let's get to some announcements here. As I've been telling you guys, I'm very excited about this. My new sitcom is coming out. Uh, let's see. It'll be next week. This time next week, next Monday, May six. My new sitcom called Package Deal on City TV all across Canada at uh, 8.30 Monday night. Kicks off Monday, May 6. And uh, hopefully it'll be airing down here in the States before long. The show revolves around three brothers. I play the oldest brother. And uh, revolves around um, these three brothers that are kind of overly close. And you get involved with one brother, you get all the brothers. And I play the oldest brother, uh, Sheldon, who's kind of a slimy meat salesman guy. And it's a lot of fun. I think you're going to like it. So uh, if you're if you're Canadian, if you're a Canadian pavement pounder and you're listening to this, please tune us in. I think you'll really dig it. Uh, we come on right between How I Met Your Mother and Two Broke Girls, Monday, May 6, 8.30 p.m. City TV. And then uh, for those of you in the United States... If you want to see me live doing stand-up comedy, I will be at the uh, San Jose Improv in San Jose, California. That's May 9th to May 12th. Going to be a great time. And then the following week, May 19th, uh, May 17th to May 19th, I'll be in Denver, Colorado at the Comedy Works. So uh, hope we see you there, gang. Uh, Don't forget to go to harlowwilliams.com. Check out my comedy schedule. You can uh, click on the link and purchase your tickets online. Reserve your seats. Uh, Visit our store. You can buy some crazy merchandise, books, DVDs, movies, CDs, T-shirts, all kinds of fun stuff for you there. We'll ship it out to you pronto. And, um... Don't forget my app for your phone, harlandapp.com. You can download the app. And that's it, man. Uh, You can write me at harlowilliams.com. Or if you want to leave a phone message, 323-739-4330. Love to hear from you guys. And maybe you will get your message played on the air like uh, the gentleman did at the beginning of the show. So that's it. That's all we got, man. Until next time, Chicken Chow Mein, baby.